Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. Well, been kind of a weird couple of days around here. I've uh, been putting quite a bit of effort into reconfiguring the home office. And uh, where I usually record the podcasts, it used to be uh, a desk full of garbage, really. I mean, just stacks of paper and things. And actually, it's now a computer station, so uh, hopefully this is going to work out. And uh, the process is ongoing. It is a work in uh, progress for sure. I don't know when I'll get the rest of my computer stuff up and running, but uh, it it will happen. It's just uh, I find myself very busy right now with freelance writing, ghostwriting, and uh, as a result, I have decided to uh, go back to that topic and actually discuss a little more about freelance writing in this particular podcast. In fact, I've uh, titled it uh, More Tips on Freelance Writing. So, to tell you, uh, to bring you up to speed, if you don't already know, I'm a ghostwriter. It's a term that I have uh, started to embrace, and because uh, I was calling myself a freelance writer for quite some time, and then it dawned on me, you know, I am actually a ghostwriter, and I should just adopt that. It's easier and quicker to say, and a lot of people know what it is. But if you don't know what a ghostwriter is, let me give you a really quick explanation. A ghostwriter is someone who is contracted to write content for somebody else, but their name does not appear on it. In fact, uh, the majority, and I'm going to say 99.99% of the material I write, does not have my name on it, and it sometimes appears with other people's names on it, uh, in particular the people who own the websites that I write for. Uh, They will uh, use their name or a pen name or something so that the material I write looks as if they wrote it. And that is the whole idea behind being a ghostwriter, is you provide content for other people. It does not bother me in the least that my name does not appear on these things. Because as far as I'm concerned, uh, the client pays me to write this for them. And once I get paid, it really doesn't matter to me what happens to the material. Uh, If the material turns out to be bad or, you know, whatever the case may be, my name's not on it. It's not an issue to me. And so I don't worry about any of those things. And when I say bad, I mean stuff that, you know, ends up getting, you know, red flagged by Google or whatever or causes uh, some of the uh, website owners' uh, issues with... uh, uh, you know, Google or whatever. And and don't get me wrong, I don't purposely write stuff that's going to get you in trouble with Google, because that's not my goal. But, uh, you know, it does happen. You know, I'm sure there's uh, material that sounds or reads the same. And, I mean, we can only say the same thing so many times before it starts to sound the same again, right? So, you know, I, I wouldn't doubt that some of that has happened, but I, I have tools that I use that I run all the material through before I send it to the clients to make sure that it doesn't already exist online, but like I said, chances are eventually everything's going to show up as, as being on there anyway, so, you know, I just do what I can. But uh, that being said, uh, uh, you know, I've, I wanted to kind of take a look at uh, some more tips when it comes to uh, freelance writing, simply because in the last 
a couple of weeks I've been really, really busy. I've been getting a lot of extra work. I'm not complaining, but I've been getting a lot of extra work. And I think I'm finally at that point where I'm all the work I've done leading up to this point is now starting to uh, benefit me. I'm starting to reap the rewards of that, I think. Okay, so that's kind of kind of what I'm thinking. Now, just so you know, I've been doing this for four years, so it's taken a while to get to this point. And uh, I, you know, was only doing this part-time in the beginning. So, you know, it's about a year and a half since I've been actually doing it full-time, and it's uh, produced uh, pretty good results at this point. So I'm happy with the way it is. So my uh, tips... Uh, on freelance writing, uh, let's take a look at number five. It is be selective on what you turn down. Now, I have said before, when I first started doing this a little more seriously, I said no to no one. And that's not a bad idea. And I'll tell you what I only said no to, and that was things that I knew I could not do. And this is a really important thing. Do not say yes to everything if there's some items in there you know you can't do. Uh, there's, you know, if it's a topic you really know nothing about or or something like that. I, I had a client here recently, uh, I'm going to say in the last couple of weeks, who uh, contacted me and asked me if I knew about a particular subject and if I could write about it knowledgeably. And I said, you know, I could do some research, but I said I'm not comfortable uh, writing about this particular subject only because I don't know that much about it and I was a, a little concerned that the research I would do on it would not come across like I actually knew something about the topic. It, it was a very specific topic. The uh, the client said, well, you know, uh, I'd like you to try it anyway. And so I tried it, and they were pretty happy with what happened, and I ended up getting a couple more jobs from that client. Now, that's kind of an exception, but typically, you know, I when I first started, like I said, I said no to uh, nobody. Uh, now I'm getting a little more selective on the things I turn down. I still uh, say yes to virtually anything that comes at me, but there are some things I won't write about or I'm not comfortable writing about, and I'll make that clear in the communication with clients. So that's my number five tip, is be selective on what you turn down. Now, especially if you're starting out, you know, like I said, uh, try to do as much as you can, but keep it within what you know. Uh, my number four tip is uh, be firm, but uh, be flexible. So here's an example that kind of ties into the previous note, uh, previous tip is that, you know, I get asked every now and again to do some stuff that's not related to the job I do. I had a client, uh, again, uh, in the last couple of weeks, who had sent me an outline on what they wanted. We had agreed on what we were going to do, and then they sent me an outline, and they expected me to include photos of uh, the stuff that I was writing about. Well, that was not part of the arrangement. I, In fact, it said clearly on my job listing that I just write. And so I had to explain this to the client. I said, look, you know, I don't write, or I don't do photo research. That I don't do the photos. I don't collect the photos. That's not my uh, gig. I don't do that. I just write. I provide you with the content. It's up to you to do whatever you have to do with the content, written content. Now, I did uh, give this client a little extra written content to kind of make up for the fact that I wasn't going to do the photo part for them, and they seemed okay with that. But, you know, I was a little surprised that there was no mention 
of photos because this client and I did go back and forth a little bit about the job. And uh, it would have been nice to have known that photos were included as part of this because I would have said right there, no, I'm sorry, I don't do this. So, you know, you have to be firm, but you have to be flexible. And like I said, the flexible part was I gave this content, uh, this uh, client more content, and they seemed happy with that, and everything worked out. But, uh, yeah, I was really not that impressed with the uh, surprise addition to the job that uh, wasn't part of the original arrangement. My number three tip is don't be greedy. And, you know, this is related primarily to pricing, okay? I know some people who think, wow, you know, I want to make some extra money on the side. Freelance writing is where I want to go, and I'm going to charge 50 bucks an hour, or I'm going to charge 100 bucks an hour, I'm going to charge whatever. You know, you may be a good writer, you may think you're a good writer, you may actually be a good writer, but, you know, a lot of people out there, they're not looking for the expensive writers. They're just looking for writers to give them content. Now, I will say that unfortunately there are some crappy writers out there, and I know this because clients have told me this, uh, there are some pretty crappy writers out there uh, punching out some substandard material and charging you know, reasonable prices for them, and I ended up, uh, well, I'm, I'm doing a rewrite later uh, in the week for one client who got a piece that they were not happy with and they wanted me to rewrite it for them. I get a couple of rewritten you know, jobs to rewrite stuff every now and again. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, I, I'm not greedy with my pricing. Uh, what I've done is I have increased my pricing. I've increased my pricing twice uh, to bring it up to, uh, you know, kind of what the market is. I have one price that's uh, quite a bit higher, but I still have the low-end entry-level price for some stuff. And I find that a lot of people will actually go for the mid-range pricing, and so I don't get a lot of the bottom-end stuff, which is nice. But I've also uh, got pricing for add-ons, and that seems to help as well. So I don't believe that I've, uh, you know, gone to the point where I'm charging too much because I'll be honest with you, I get four orders a day. This is not an exaggeration. I get four jobs a day, so clearly my pricing is not out of line. And the pricing is good for me because it seems to work out just fine, and I don't feel like I'm swamped. Uh, point number two, speaking of being swamped, uh, pipe number er, point number two is uh, take a break every so often. And what I mean by that is just stop. I have a couple times here recently stopped taking orders and stopped working just so I can get a day or two where I'm not, you know, just writing. Uh, fortunate for me, uh, on weekends, and it was both Saturday and Sunday. Now it's Saturdays for this time of year, where it's uh, currently uh, mid-January that I'm recording this uh, podcast. Well, this time of year, we're uh, vending on the road only one day a week. My wife and I, we have a vending business on the side, if you don't know. And it takes us out of town. And it's a fun time for the two of us, and it gives us something that we could do together, and we get to hang out and play and do our thing. But the thing is, is that the day away from the computer is very, very good for me. Uh, I may, in the evening when I get home, I may you know, check on things, but I don't typically do any writing in the evening if I don't have to after. I've been away vending all day. So it's really, really important to take a break and get away from your computer and get away from writing for a day at least because it, it does help you recharge. 
And my number one tip, and I'm sure I've said this before and I'm going to say it again, you have to enjoy what you do. Now, if you're doing the freelance writing, ghostwriting, uh, because you're desperate to make some extra cash and you just can't live without it, and that's your main incentive, eventually you're going to burn out. Um, I did it, actually I started it with that in mind because I needed some extra income and, you know, so I, I really kept it down to a very small bit of what I was doing and it was okay because I had a different source of income anyway so I wasn't depending on the ghostwriting to carry the weight. And then eventually we closed our business and the ghostwriting became a full-time uh, thing for me. And it actually is pretty much carrying uh, the weight of uh, the household uh, bills and things at this point. So it's turned out actually quite good uh, for our circumstance, uh, but I still enjoy it too. It's, it's a lot of work. I do a lot of writing. Uh, I write a lot of things. Uh, I... And a lot of different subjects, so it's never the same thing. So I find that kind of keeps it fresh. I get orders from different places. As of uh, this point, I'm now I've had clients in 30 different countries in the world, so I find that quite fascinating. Picked up two new countries here in the past week: uh, the Czech Republic and another country that I can't remember how to pronounce. A uh, small little uh, country, and you know I find that very interesting. That uh, these are. Uh, places where people have websites. Uh, it quite, I find that part quite fascinating that uh, so many people are doing the uh, online uh, source of income and setting up websites and uh, coming to writers like me to help give them content so they have an opportunity. Because I know my content is helping other people make some money, and I, and I kind of enjoy that part because it knows you know I know that I get paid for it, and then my content has some life online and it's helping some web entrepreneurs actually succeed in their business. And I find that really kind of fascinating. I really enjoy that part. I know that it's really important to them, and so you know I. I don't always think about that, but I know it's an important element uh, to other people, especially the clients who pay for this to be done. So I enjoy that part. And like I said, uh, as long as you keep enjoying what you're doing, uh, that makes it all that more uh, pleasurable and rewarding. Uh, I know for a fact uh, the day that this uh, quits being fun is the day I'll start looking to do something else or making some serious changes. But at this point, I don't mind it. I'm having a good time, been doing it for a while, and really, really do enjoy it. So uh, that'll be it for this podcast. Uh, those are uh, some of my extra tips on freelance writing. If you want to find out more about me, you can check out my uh, website. I'm at www.looseinc.com. Ninja, And if you want to check out uh, my wife's vending business, uh, my wife's name's Brenda, and you can check her out at www.jambusters.ca. Until next week, have a good one.